the Damon Runyon Theater. Once again, the Damon Runyon Theater brings you another story by the master storyteller, Damon Runyon. And this one, Leopard Spots. And to tell it to you, here is Broadway. Thanks. Well, I am finally in good shape again after a very trying time in the city of Philadelphia, PA. How I get into bad shape concerns Spider McCoy, a prizefighter named Pigsfoot Grudy, and a citizen named Caswell Fish, who is not a prizefighter, but nevertheless gets into the ring with a common champ. And how that happens, I will tell you in a minute. Now back to the Damon Runyon Theater and the famous story, Leopard Spots. Well, I am sitting in Mindy's one night when I am joined by Spider McCoy. Now, Spider is a prize fight manager and also a good friend of mine. So when he joins me, I am glad to see him. And the scene is as follows. Hello, Broadway. Hello, Spider. What is the score? Well, I ain't counted it up yet. But I see you are doing nothing, so I come over. I'm glad you do. Uh-huh. Say, how would you like to take a little run over to Philly, PA? What? Well, as you know, I am the manager of Pigsfoot Rudy. Good old Pigsfoot. How are his eyes? 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 There was something wrong with his eyes? The last time I see him, they are giving him trouble from staring up at the bright lights over the ring. Oh, that. It is only temporary. Uh-huh. It lasts only about ten seconds. But uh, what is this about Philly? I think maybe you would like to be Pigsfoot's second man. Uh-huh. Who is he fighting? Chester Nubs. Chester... Chester Nubs? Spider, why do you not put old Pigsfoot into the ring against the platoon of Marines? Chester Nubs needs one more match to warm up for his bout with the champ. He could not even work up a freezing temperature fighting Pigsfoot. I look at it this way. It takes just uh, two or three rounds to get warmed up. Pigfoot's always good for two or three rounds. Then he gets careless. He has a glass jaw. And not a very good grade of glass. Well, it is his affair and yours. Uh Uh-huh. Will you be his second? The way I look at the fight, I will be his last. But, okay, I will go with you to Philly, PA. That is why I find myself in Philadelphia, PA, one night in May. Spider, Pigsfoot, and myself have a hotel room, and I am sitting there reading the evening paper. It is two days before the fight. Spider is out someplace, and Pigsfoot is just staring at the wall, which is his favorite occupation. Like I say, I am reading the paper, when all of a sudden I hear... Oh, oh. You say something, Pigsfoot? <clears throat> you will have to speak plainer. Oh, Broadway, I... Pigsfoot. What is the matter? Oh, my stomach. It hurts awful. I think I am very sick. Oh, you better get over on the bed. Oh, come on. Oh, do not bend me, Broadway. Here, here, lay down. Well, Easy. Everything's all set. We. What is the matter? Spider, Pigsfoot is sick. Sick? That cannot be. He fights Chester Nubs in two days. Pigsfoot, be a man. Get up. Speak to me. Oh, 
Maybe you better call a doctor. A doctor costs money. Look, pigs put fights in two days. It is more than somewhat of a sense that he will not be able to go into the ring against Chester Nubs, bent over like a headwaiter with important customers. I guess you are right. All right. We will call a doctor. So, we call a doctor. And it seems that Pigsfoot has something called an appendix, which is more than somewhat troublesome. Well, it is a few hours later, and Spider and me are sitting outside Pigsfoot's room at the hospital. Spider is saying... He has to get something wrong in his stomach. Why is it not in his head where there was nothing to get out of order? Uh, Spider, do not look now, but coming down the hall is Jack Keegan. Chester Nobbs' manager. Uh-huh. How will I explain this to him? I do not know. Maybe if you show him Pigsfoot's appendix. Well, 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 Jack Keegan of all people. What's the idea telling me on the phone that Pigsfoot's out of the running? That is true. Yeah? Spider, what are you going to do? Jack... Short of canceling the bout, I do not know. Listen, we ain't gonna cancel this bout. Get a substitute. What? Where will I get one? That's your problem, chum, but get one. And see that he's no better or no worse than Pigsfoot. I'm taking no chances on my boy getting rough just before he meets the champ. This is a warm-up bout. Just training. Yeah, I see. And another thing. All this has Chester upset. Huh? How? I spent two years building them up. And I've spent two years trying to convince him there's nothing wrong with them. What are you talking about, Jack? I'll tell you. Chester is what is called the hypochondriac. I think he is a heavyweight. Oh, you're dope. That means that he thinks he's got everything wrong with him. If he sees a picture of a handkerchief, he catches a cold. Oh, and you are afraid this will give him an appendix? This morning it did. Until I reminded him that his was taken out three years ago. Now, you got to get a substitute and fast. What if I cannot? You will. Or I'll see to it that you don't book a fight for the rest of your life. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Jack. I will see what I can do. You better. And I want to see the guy you pick. So long. What are you going to do, Spider? Oh, Broadway. I do not know. Can you think of anyone who wants to fight Chester Nubs? Nobody with a head in working order. Uh, that is what I think. Everybody dodges him. Hey. Look, there is Pigsfoot Nice coming out of his room. I, I, I got to ask her if maybe Pigsfoot can make the grade by day after tomorrow. Oh, oh, Miss, Miss Nurse. Yes, were you calling me? Yeah. Uh, how is he? How is old Pigsfoot? Mr. Grudy? The same. How is he? Oh, doing very nicely. He has a fine constitution. Sure. As long as he is not hit in the jaw, he is all right. Are you relatives? No, friends. Oh, well, he's fine. Nothing to worry about now. Then he will be able to fight the day after tomorrow? Fight? What are you talking about? He means go into the ring and fight. Are you... You're joking. No. That's ridiculous. You'll have to excuse me now. Say, she is not a bad looker. In fact, she is almost 100% perfect. Yeah, I noticed that too. Maybe Pigsfoot is luckier than we are. Pigsfoot. I stopped thinking about him for a couple of seconds. Oh, well, come on, Broadway. Let us hunt up a substitute for the fight. We leave the hospital, and Spider is feeling pretty bad. We are walking down the street when suddenly Spider stops and says... Broadway, look. Where? Leaning against the lamppost, up ahead. So? I see a citizen of these parts. What about it? Look at the size of him. What do you think he weighs? Oh, roughly 200. Now listen. Let's go up and talk to him. 
What about? About fighting. You are crazy. He is a stranger. So much the better. I will have an advantage over him. Come on. How do you do, young man? Huh? Oh, hello. Can you direct me to Oliver Street? Oh, I'm sorry, but I'm a stranger in Philadelphia. Oh, so? I take it you are from someplace else. Bellburg, Pennsylvania. Bellburg? Oh, sure. Nice city. Nice city. Oh, it's not a city. Just a village. But I like it. Yes, certainly, certainly. Uh, how does it happen you are standing here just doing nothing? I'm waiting for my fiancée. She's a nurse in the hospital. Well, 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 this is a coincidence for sure. I, too, have a friend in the hospital. Do you work here in Philadelphia? Oh, no. I came here to visit Babs, my girl. She'll be off in an hour. Then you have an hour to kill. Well, uh, yes. Why? My name is McCoy. Spider McCoy. Well, I'm pleased to meet you. My name's Caswell. Mr. Caswell, I'm glad to meet you. Oh, that's my first name. My last name is Fish. Indeed. That is a coincidence also. My mother's cousin's name is Haddock. Oh, this is my friend Broadway. Broadway? Meet Mr. Caswell Fish. How are you, Mr. Fish? Fine. Uh, you are on a vacation, Mr. Fish? Well, uh, sort of. I came to tell Babs that just as soon as I've got $200, I'll buy a half interest in a lunch wagon back home, and then we can be married. Uh-huh. Then I take it you do not have the 200 fish, uh, dollars? Why, uh, why are you asking all these questions? Look, there is a coffee shop across the street. Why do we not repair to it and talk? What about about $200? Maybe even $250? What are you up to, Mr. McCoy? My ears in trouble. But you can help me, and I will be able to help you realize your dream of having half a lunch wagon. Let us go. Now, there is nothing that Spider McCoy does better than talk. So it is no more than 15 minutes later, and he has got Caswell Fish talked into fighting Chester Nose. I am not happy about this because I am beginning to like Caswell. He's a nice young guy, but the thought of $200 gives him a case of temporary insanity. Caswell agrees to meet Spider at the gymnasium to start training. He has got one day to get ready. Then at the gym, the scene is as follows. Well, Broadway... I feel much, much better. Look, Spider, what about this Caswell? He knows nothing about fighting. He knows nothing about Chester Nubs. What he does not know will not frighten him. But the odds are a little more than six to five that Caswell Fish will take a terrible shellacking. He is big and strong. He will recover quickly. Besides, does he not get his 200? How much do you get? 1,800. But look at all the worrying I do. For who? Now look, I am making Caswell Fish very happy. He gets his dough. He buys half a lunch wagon at Belper. Gets married. I have a funny feeling that the wedding will have to be postponed until he is able to enjoy it. Shh, look. Here comes Jack Keegan. Well, Spider, where is he? Who? Didn't you call me and say you'd find a boy? Oh, oh, sure. The Leopard Kid. The who? The Leopard Kid. Uh, he is called that because of the animal in him. Never heard of him. Between you and me, neither does anyone else. What? Look, Jack. You know the fans will pay to see Chester fight, even if he goes into the ring against his own grandmother. What difference does it make who the leopard kid is? Spider, so help me. If you're pulling a fast one, I'll kill you. I didn't bring my boy up from ham and egg prelims to see him get chilled by a lucky beluga. Jack, this can never happen. It better not. Now, another thing. Chester goes to see pigs for at the hospital. 
He sees Pigsfoot's nice there, and he falls in love with her. What is the matter with that? Just he has stopped training to be at Pigsfoot's bedside because Babs is there. Oh. I am now going to drag him away from Babs' kugel. I'll come back later and see your boy. Spider, what if this Caswell fish does get lucky? Not a chance. Watch it. Here he comes. Well, Mr. McCoy, it's all set. I called my girl and told her I took a job upstate and won't be back for a week. You see, that way she won't know I'm going to fight. Uh, I don't, uh, I don't think she'd like it. Sure, sure, sure. Now, we better get to work. Sure. Gee, $200 just for fighting. You, um, you ever fight before, Caswell? No, no, I, I, uh, I don't like to. You do not like to. I see. But I'll do it, because it means Babs Kugel will become Mrs. Well, Caswell. What is her name? Babs. Babs Kugel. She's a nurse. Why? Nothing. Nothing at all. Except that I think I will need her very soon. And now back to the Damon Runyon Theater and the famous story, Leopard Spots. That is all I need to hear. That Babs Kugel is Caswell Fisher's now, and that Chester Nubs is also in love with her. It is later that same afternoon that Jack Keegan comes back to the dressing room to take a look at Caswell, and the scene is as follows. So this is the leopard kid, eh, Spider? Sure. What do you think of him, Jack? Hmm. He don't look like a fighter. Oh, I'm not. Huh? Uh, what he means is he does not compare with Chester Nubs. Oh, I see. Uh, Spiner, Bromley, I want to talk. Sure. Uh, go get dressed, Caswell. Okay. What is the matter, Jack? Look at his skin. It's all white. What are you worth? A color movie? If he goes in the ring with that white skin, the fight will look phony. Looks like he trained in a dark cellar. Jack, I can do nothing about his skin. Get a sun lamp. Sit him under it. Get him tanned up a little. Sun lamp? But that costs money. Look, Spider, do like I say. And he better look good. Oh, how do you like that, Broadway? Now I've got to make this guy look like a lifeguard. He is awful white. But I will not buy a sun lamp. I... Look. At what? Iodine. Well, what about it? There is lots of it here. And it is a brown color. I can give him a fine tan with it. You are figuring on painting him with iodine? It is cheaper that way. Come on. And it is done. Caswell puts up a kick, but Spider starts talking again and raises Caswell's end of the purse to 235 bucks. After about two minutes, the iodine starts to sting and has to be washed off. But there is a catch. It comes off only in spots, and Caswell looks very peculiar indeed. But Spider is enthusiastic because he says this makes Caswell very picturesque and colorful and lives up to his name, the Leopard Kid. Well, it comes up the morning of the fight. Spider is out eating and I am waiting in the dressing room at the gym when in walks Jack King. And the scene is as follows. Where's Spider, Broadway? Uh, he is eating. And the Leopard Kid? Getting into some trunks for a light workout. Uh-huh. There, uh, there is something on your mind? 
There is. I'm worried. You are? Yeah. Broadway, if you and Spider trying to pull a surprise, don't. Jack, I promise you, there is nothing surprising about this except the fact that I do not go right back to New York. You can't. Huh? Why not? Last night I got to thinking. Spider is a pretty dodgy character. So I thought maybe he might have something up his sleeve. Like what, for instance? Like a double cross. Maybe this leopard kid is very good. No. He might be. So, I got a couple of friends of mine to keep an eye on, both of you. Oh. Yeah. Also, Chester is top-heavy over this Kugel doll, and he's bringing her to the fight tonight. What? Oh, no. Yeah. He wants to show what a fighter he is. I see. He plans to open up in the first round. Now, Chester is a slow starter, and it takes time for me to figure out the other boy's style and give Chester a plan. So? So, if Chester loses his head to look good in front of that doll, and your boy gets in with a lucky punch, you see? I... I see. Why did he have to fall in love with that kugel, dame? This is a funny world, and a small one. Yeah. And it'll get smaller for you and Spider if anything happens. Remember what I said. Did he say Kugel? Huh? Well, Caswell, I do not see you standing there. I am. Broadway. Did he say Kugel? It must be some other Kugel. He meant Babs, didn't he? Babs? Babs? Who is Babs? You know who she is. My girl. Now, now, look, Caswell. So, as soon as my back's turned, she's untrue. Now, look, Caswell. All right, let her be. But I'll show that Chester Nubs a thing or two. You will what? I'll kill him. I'll go right after him. He will murder you. Maybe, but not before I show him a thing or two. Believe me, Caswell, you will show nobody anything but how still you can lay down on the canvas. I heard what Keegan said. You're afraid for your own skin. No. Well, not only that. But you will get hurt. Maybe I'll... real bad. I'll take that chance. Come on, train me. Oh, the fight is tonight, and you say train. I've got to get in shape. Caswell, look. There is a way out for all of us. Get sick. Have an appendix. Mine was taken out ten years ago. Well, catch cold. No. Get sick in any direction, any way. The fight will have to be postponed. I'm going to fight Chester Nubs and show him and Babs Kugel a thing or two. Now, I'm going to train. There is nothing to it, but he trains. He has got about ten hours before he gets into the ring with a guy whose left hook is dynamite and whose right cross is always rockabye. I feel sorry for Caswell, so I leave the gym and go to the hospital to see Miss Kugel, figuring maybe she is able to do something. What goes on is this. Uh, just a minute. Are you trying to tell me that this, this leopard kid is Caswell? For the last ten minutes, I am making noises like that, yes. That's utterly ridiculous. It is, but it is also true. You're telling the truth? I am telling the truth. He lied to me. He said he took a job upstate. But he only does this so he can get the money to marry you, Miss Kugel. Well, he could have come to me and told me. I do not think you have much room for criticism, Miss Kugel. Do you not run around with Chester Nubs when you think Caswell is away? Does Caswell think I'm in love with Chester Nubs? He leans in that direction, yes. <laughs> what is funny? <laughs> Nothing. Nothing at all. Look, you have got to stay away from that fight tonight. If you go, Chester will try to show you what a great fighter he is. Caswell will try to kill him, and there will be nothing left of Caswell. To say nothing of what will happen to you and, 
and Mr. Spider McCoy. Go to Caswell. Tell him he has got to get sick. I certainly will not. But do you not care for him? That's my business. Miss Kugel, you will either be his wife or his nurse. That's his business. All right. All right. It is his funeral. Well, are you finished now? I think I am. In more ways than one. If you'll excuse me, I'm on duty. There are patients. Tell them to move over. Goodbye, Mr. Broadway. Oh, please, little miss, wait a minute. Think it over. If you will not go to Caswell and get him to get sick, at least be absent from the fight tonight. I've never been to a prize fight. Maybe I'll enjoy it. Not this one. If you do not come, maybe Caswell will think better of what he wishes to do. And Chester Nubbs will not try to show off. Mr. Broadway, you're not a woman. I admit that fact. But what good is that in this discussion? Well, it's rather flattering to have two men fighting over you. Yes, it is. I think I'm going to like it. I'll be there tonight. But, but what about me? We have lovely rooms here, and you'll get the best of care. I do not like the way she says that, or the thought behind it. Well, the night comes on very fast. In fact, it is the shortest day I ever spent. There is nothing to do but go through with a fight. And I find myself in Caswell's corner at ringside. The place is packed with fans who are here to see Chester Nubs do away with another opponent. Spider is very nervous, and so am I. Because right back of us are two citizens who are not here for the fight. They watch us. Then the scene is as follows. Broadway, do you see Miss Kugel? Yeah, yeah, I see her. She is sitting right behind Chester's corner. I'll show her a thing or two. And him, boy. Now look, Caswell, do not be rash if you see or smell anything like a glove. Coming your way, just lie down. And do not move until you feel me lifting you up. Look, look, she just passed a note to him. It's a love note. Oh, I'll show them a thing or two. Now just take it easy. Come on. That is your introduction. Spider leads Caswell to the center of the ring. And I notice something funny. Chester Nubbs stays away from Caswell. Does not even shake hands with him. Then Spider and Caswell are back in the corner. Pass him love notes right under my nose, will she? Oh, I'll show him a thing or two. Caswell, the best thing you could show tonight is some sense. Keep away from Chester Nubbs. I'll kill him. My career is over here and now. Remember, stay away from him. Oh, lie down quietly. Get some rest. Broadway, do you see what I see? It, it, it looks to me like Chester is staying away from Caswell. I don't understand. He says he will kill him. Spider, look at Jack Keegan. Yeah, I see him. He is trying to show me a large pocket knife. I wonder why. I do not think he is trying to show it to you. Broadway, look at Chester. He looks like he's scared stiff. I see. But I wonder why. Well, that is the way it goes. Chester Nubbs keeps away from Caswell, and Caswell chases him around the ring. The crowd applauds at first because they think Chester is showing how good he is. Then they realize that Caswell is chasing Chester. This goes on round after round, and it comes up the last round, and nobody hits anybody else. But the crowd is cheering Caswell for going after Chester. Then the fight is over, and we are in the corner. Why? Why didn't you head him off? 
When he came around this way, I want to kill him. Be quiet. They are going to announce the result. Do not look now, but those two citizens are coming over to us. Caswell, do I not put you in the ring and bring you fame and fortune? Huh? Why, why sure. Uh, look, those two guys coming at us. They wish to rub us up. They are male. They are friends of Chester Nups. Oh, they are, are they? Well, I'll teach them a thing or two. Caswell! Caswell! Friends of his, huh? All right. Here's where I get even. It's all over in a little while. Caswell cools off Keegan's boys and the gendarmes get us to the dressing. Now that is not the end of the story. The payoff comes a little later, and I will tell you about it in a minute. We are in the dressing room. Spider is very happy because he thinks he has a common chance. Although I know something is more than somewhat wrong. Then the door opens, and the scene is as follows. Caswell, Caswell. Babs. Oh, you big boob, you, you, you might have been hurt. Now she remembers. Miss Kugel, you are going to marry the heavyweight champion of the world. I am not. Oh, so you don't think I can fight, huh? Chester Nubs knew I was mad. That is right. Chester sees the killer instinct in Caswell's eyes and is afraid. Caswell, do you think you can get that look again? <laughs> All I have to do is to think of, of, of Babs and that, that Nubs. <laughs> oh, what's so funny? Oh, you big lummox. I love you. But, but Chester Nubs. Why, Chester Nubs was only an interesting case, a hypochondriac, one of the finest cases I've ever seen. Miss Kugel, please leave. I wish to take my boy away. He is a great fighter. Fighter? Caswell, you and I are going back to Bellberg and be happy. You, you and I? But, but my career... Look at you. Mr. Broadway, look at him. I am looking. Oh, what do you see? Caswell fish. Caswell fish with spots all over him. Big brown spots. Those spots won the fight for you, you, you big idiot. What are you saying, little miss? Because Chester Nubs is a hypochondriac. I sent him a note just before the fight began. Oh, yeah, that love note. What about that? Love note? <laughs> well, maybe you've all learned your lesson, so I'll tell you. That note said Caswell has a very contagious disease, and just getting near those spots would prove disastrous. Now get dressed, Caswell. Oh, okay, perhaps. Broadway, there goes my career. Two times in one night. And so ends the famous Damon Runyon story, Leopard Spot. Listen in again next week for... 
the Damon Runyon Theater. The Damon Runyon Theater, with John Brown as Broadway, is directed by Richard Sandville, and the story is adapted for radio by Russell Hughes. Vern Carstensen is in charge of production. This is a Mayfair production. Thank you.